Welcome to episode 420. You'll catch on to that 20, in a minute. Uh, today, we've, we, we, we outlined 20. it, so we actually have things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we talk about the lack of Tuesday tip. You'll find out more about that soon. Uh, we talk a lot about AI and the things that are happening with it in regards to animation and video production. Uh, I know we've talked about it a lot, but I promise this is new. This is amazing. It's really cool. Yeah. Stick around for that. Uh, and then we have a nice, long conversation about, uh, you know... Why pretty people don't want to wear masks. Oh, and TV stuff. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about TVs. All the buzzwords. Watch us on TV. Yeah. I'm production ready. What? <laughs> Welcome to TriFlix Cast. <laughs> We're here. Wow, we are here. Uh, we are somehow professional videographers and photographers talking about the latest business practices, techniques, and tech with a little bit of fun sprinkled in. I'm Cole. I'm the producer around these parts. To my right is... I'm Tristan. I'm the one with the sprinkles. Hey, the sprinkle man. And I, to my left. I don't have sprinkles. That's just David. No, David, and I'm a guy. <laughs> no sprinkles here. No sprinkles, no sprinkles over sprinkles. there. No sprinkles. They're not sharing. I like the a ones that are in the shape of stars and like different colors. And I used to eat those just on their own. When oh, I was a kid. That's why you're a psychopath. Yeah. You you're eat, the sprinkle just Straight up sprinkles. How do you feel about candy corn? I do not like candy corn. That's just wax as sugar in it. You don't like candy corn, but it you like, like sprinkles. Wax. Dude, it's just sugar. <laughs> Do you like to put them in your teeth and pretend you're Dracula? Yeah, it's like, oh, let's suck like your blood. <laughs> Team Jacob. DNS. <laughs> DNS. <laughs> no. Dona- domain name server. Uh, somehow we skipped right by this, but we run a media company based out of Columbus, Indiana called Triflix. Wow, what a great producer. Way to wheel it back in. I brought you right back around. Oh, man, I'm so engaged. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Finally. Uh, if you see this guy nodding off over here on his phone or whatever. It's because my kid won't sleep. We're going to kick you off the podcast. <laughs> oh, please, let me go home. <laughs> she gone. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, you love us. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have a news story today. We're, we're just going to... We're diving right into it. We don't it. have to ask Tell Chad me. GPT for one. No, we do not because I had, don't you want to I had time to outline. Um, if you're not familiar, we read a news story in the summer. <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to explain it. Today, Today they get no explanation. I'm not in the explaining mood. We don't mood. need to explain anything today. It's episode 20 on season four. If on you the- don't know what we do... You can leave. Wait, episode. Just leave. (laughs) Are we going to acknowledge it then? Acknowledge what? (laughs) Season four, episode 20. Yeah, what about it? It's totally different. And you know why? Oh, I just got (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, man. I couldn't even even focus enough on your words. People Uh, really should legalize triflix, man. (laughs) They hold us back. This episode's restricted in 12 states. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a, it, it's is that really all that's left i don't know oh i was it, like look at you how track. do you know this why do you know, I know this? we're surrounded by states that all have it it's legalized legal in a, some way so we're like a problem i don't know what you're talking about we're, we're legalized with prescription and making some stuff up <laughs> anyways <laughs> the news story headline yeah, today is, is attractive maskers Oh, oh, I'm guessing, I, I gotta guess. What do you I got? wanna guess. Okay, so you know how, like, people are really attractive, but only whenever you cover <laughs> up half their face with a mask, <laughs> and then you take it off, and you're like, wow, those teeth. Whoa! <laughs> Look at that face. Oh! What's the, oh my gosh, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I like your guess. Go ahead. 
Uh, my guess, based on the headlines, attractive maskers, it seems the news story may be about people who wear masks that are considered attractive <laughs> or stylish. <laughs> Did you type that into ChatGPT? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I, I know when ChatGPT is getting used because it's pretty lifeless my delivery like it has no was personality i didn't sound Dude, any different there's no spelling mistakes that's how i can tell <laughs> yeah when it comes from you <laughs> like your email uh to the guy we were just talking about i'm not going to mention it yeah um, the guy we were just talking about that yeah. was chat gpt yeah oh i knew oh. it was you gotta stop that no <laughs> I, I can't be can contained. we at least train it to to be like you but yes. add professionalism i really want to give it a sample I want to give it a, like a 32 yeah, like this is how I talk, sample. Make something that sounds like yeah, me. Yes. Yeah. But like correct for spelling errors and condensed text. We should pull a transcript from one of the Triflix episodes or cast episodes oh. yeah. and use that. Yeah. So it's a, it, it's a merge <laughs> of all three of our conversation <laughs> yeah. styles. Super personality. <laughs> Dude, I actually kind of like this. We should try this. Yeah. It would, yeah. it would fully capture the essence. Like we're going to eventually die. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the way it works. But mm. the essence of Triflix will live on. What's that movie? Through AI, we talked about this once. There's a movie with uh, Johnny Depp, I think, and he oh, they uh, upload his personality. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, it's not. It's <laughs> not called. Uh, it's not called yes. Ascension. It's something. Um, Asc- ascendance. Uh, uh, Look it up um, while I'm reading this. Uh, chat chat GPT. Chat GPT. What's that movie chat. with the with the guy with the fingers? With the fingers. <laughs> okay. The with the fingers. My news story. Uh, you guys had really good guesses, but it's uh, people who think they're attractive are less likely to wear a mask. Uh, study shows. Ah. Uh, uh, okay. I know, right? It's not. Tra- it's uh, transcendence, not ascendance. Ah, there so we close. go. That's a controversial go topic. Watch it. Um, nope. <sighs> uh, sorry, guys. Why do you have to keep doing this to us? What are you doing? Look at him. On you his are so popular. You're getting phone calls left and right. I know, right? Hey, I, that's your dad. <laughs> it's bring him in. We're gonna have to. We have to call this person back afterwards. This we're is taking callers. Important phone Just bring call. him into the. <laughs> bring him in. We're uh, on the po- we're on the traffic cast. What's your name? Uh, what do you do? Yeah, we're definitely not doing that. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, researchers asked a thousand and thirty participants to self-evaluate how attractive they deemed themselves and how likely they were to wear a mask and uh i think that's pretty funny it's uh attractive attractive people are like nah i ain't wearing that yeah it's pretty conceited so does that mean ugly people are more likely to wear masks (laughs) there's still people wearing them out there so did you uh (laughs) did you guys see the movie um glass onion from Knives Out. Heck yeah, dude. Madeline Klein's in it. I don't know who that is. Uh, I want to see who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I already understand how you know. Um, what do you I, mean I, how I know? I don't know. I don't know. You just said you you understand I how did? I know. Tristan's on his phone again. I want to see. He's got to look up Madeline Klein. <laughs> Uh, I, I bring up that because whoever oh. is the fashion popular person in that, I forget her name. It could be the actor. The fashion popular it, person? Uh, Isn't she's really dumb. She has like her own um, line yeah. of like perfume or something. That was um, uh, Kate Hudson. Oh, yeah. She had a mask on, but it was all perforated and you can see right through it and you can still see her beautiful face. Uh, so, so it's uh, like a hack. Yeah. The funny thing, I don't remember that part. The Klein girl isn't that Scarlett Johansson's sister in the uh, that Marvel movie? 
Scarlett uh, Johansson like was the, no, 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 no. Those are two different out. people. But I know who you're talking about They're, on the list as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, they had like similar face structures. I, I know exactly who you're, you're talking about from uh, uh, the movie Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. Um, no. Different people. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. She was also in that the, the movie with Harry Styles. Oh, um, they were both in it? What was What the, is this movie? Oh, that's Florence Pugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The funny name. Also, Pew. Blonde Chick. <laughs> I like it. But no, she's a uh, Madeline Klein. Is that she? Uh, the popular show that she is in that I just finished is the newest season for Outer Banks on Netflix. You watch Outer Banks? Heck yeah, man. I oh, love that stuff. My <laughs> sister tried to get me to watch it and it was. It was. I it's don't, great, man. It's what How a, do you not like. a 20 something year old. T- 20 something year olds as teenagers trying to find buried treasure yeah no i don't understand like you're like anime it's so weird and it's so quirky and like it doesn't make sense and like everything's so abstract and then you watch a show that's as realistic as outer banks a super realistic are you kidding me I can, these 16 some year old kids that have five o'clock shadows they're just running around doing whatever they want they don't even their parents don't even care it yeah makes sense. they're like beating each other with golf clubs because they're not from the same island and stuff yeah, yeah. you know what it is i've what? seen episodes i don't want to know uh <laughs> that made me think of uh the spider-man movie watch it the, beating, the first one toby mcguire where they're all like in their 20s late 20s and they're playing like high school students or something yeah oh yeah it always threw me off yeah you're like what it's like you're like supposed to be in, you're not in high school you just graduated high school you're like you think just because you put a backpack on you <laughs> look like you're 16 <laughs> you said you went to band camp you want me to believe that <laughs> yeah <laughs> heck no <laughs> no harry they all like you're they not graduated 18 college. yeah isn't that franco yes <laughs> dude i that was a yeah that's wild to see him evolve since then yeah good old jamie frank sure don't watch spring breakers he's bad in that movie oh speaking of bad movies (laughs) what i saw oh cocaine bear (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) did you see cocaine bear no i'm not watching that crap i want to watch it it. crap there's a lot of smut that i think is funny and i would watch that is one of those things i'm out on really is smut really? a bad word? Is smut a bad word? Why'd you Pretty bleep sure. me? I think that's smut? a bad word. Yeah. That's not a bad word. So all bleeps. of them. Smut, 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 smut. <laughs> Let's ask Show me your smut. Is smut a... No, usually isn't it like a magazine? Bad. It's a, it's <laughs> a, hey, it's uh, a small flake or a fungal disease. <laughs> yes, Here. smut is considered a bad or vulgar word. It's obvious. <laughs> No, it says erotic <laughs> writing that contains explicit sexual content. Something that renders you wanting to pour bleach into your eyes after reading, yet possesses an irresistible allure that makes you eventually give in and read it again. Because of its association it's like People's with Magazine. sexually explicit content, the word smut in polite company or professional settings generally considered inappropriate. Well, that's neither one of these settings, so... Oh, that's ChatGPT, though, so... Yeah, ChatGPT, it doesn't have a personality. I'm bleeping it anyway. You didn't hear anything for the past <laughs> well, minute. You, you got plenty of smuts to bleep. <laughs> Fork, dude. <laughs> um, uh, I saw anyways, Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. How was it? It was. I G- mean, we me went. Th- I saw it with Andrew, and we went into it. How Andrew much Teo. cocaine did the bear do? It was a giant, like a key bags. Like it. The story is that Pound. cocaine was chucked out 
of like an airplane and got all landed into a forest. This actually did happen. Which is the only semblance of truth in this movie. <laughs> because the real cocaine bear just died from an overdose immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it was filled they with made cocaine. a movie out of it. Yeah, they did. And it didn't do anything weird. It just just died a happy death filled with cocaine. I know. And there's just giant like bags, like maybe like eight in, like a foot by like half a foot by like a six brick. inches. So it looks like a brick of cocaine. Yeah, it's yeah. A, and like, on a brick. The usual amount. And it like starts out <laughs> with like two kids finding it. They're like eight years old. Like, this is cocaine. And they have like southern accents. Like, have you ever done cocaine before? It's like, oh, I know do cocaine. And they, <laughs> they like stab it open with a knife and they eat it the heck my yeah, kids wouldn't weird. even know what it was they know they think it was baking powder they immediately saw just a brown paper bag brick and like that's, that's cocaine. cocaine i was like what <laughs> it's it's a movie where you just had to turn off your brain nothing made sense yeah uh i can't believe you the, went to watch this other this people, seems below you i i thought it'd be interesting were, to talk about you were looking around just like ah, all these it's people a, a bunch of 12 year olds in the audience <laughs> The movie was just a vehicle to show you gory hack and slash. Like, there was oh. minimal effort. We put more effort. There's people who put more effort into the films at 48 Hour than what was put <laughs> into us. Cocaine Bear. Oh, no, I mean, like, we oh, were a like, completely different yourself. level. Like, <laughs> we surpassed to, that. To compare our movies to Cocaine Bear would be a disservice to them. Because ah, I they're got not you. Even, ours is just so much better. Vitalian, I would argue, oh. is better. Story. Did I tell you the other day that I think we Ooh. needed to do a Kyle spinoff? Kyle? Just about Kyle and his life? Sure. <laughs> I thought that'd be really funny. Like, just like, he's like, he's the doucher at work. Oh, yeah. And how like, he climbed his way to the top. But like, he's it's like, like the at, at home, you know, he like gets beat down all the time, like verbal abuse. And he's just always like, yeah. yeah. So he goes to work and does it. He's like the bully. Oh, I like it. It's like a like a kid story, but for adults. Uh, yeah. No, like, let's oh, do it when he's in high school, but he still looks like a yeah. full grown adult male. You still have a male. full beard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the terrible haircut, which would track with a high schooler. Yeah. So Kyle was the character that David played in our yeah. first forty-eight hour so good at him. as a team. Our first forty-eight hour yeah. uh, called Vitalian. Yeah. So he was he was not a nice boss at the place that my character was going to work. <laughs> you were my boss for a very short period of time. It's like the roles were flipped. Yeah, from real life. And he was acting like me. Yeah, he was my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Cocaine Bear. Yeah, I don't recommend it. It felt like there was like three or four half stories all thrown together. Ugh. Like, they could have just ran with one. There was, like, a drug dealer story. There was, like, a park ranger story. None of these panned out and, like, <laughs> paid off at all. Who's Nothing. involved in this? Like, uh, what's the studio and everything? I don't even know. I'm interested. <laughs> Ray Liotta's in it? Like, there's elements <laughs> of something that could have been there. And they just... <laughs> it could have been actually enjoyable. The, the most aggravating part... Guess what the reviews are on Rotten Tomatoes? Good. They're... 74% from both what? the audience and the reviewers. Oh, no. It makes no sense. It gets a six out of ten, a six and a half out of ten on IMDb. That makes sense. I would give it like a four out of ten. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they got some. I mean, there's definitely like Alden known people. Ickenwright or whatever his name is. Yeah. Didn't he do like Marvel or Carrie something? I'm Russell. just so surprised. Like, I don't like 
it's enjoyable if you just want to see like a bear go wacky and oh, attack a whole bunch Elizabeth of people. Elizabeth Banks was the director? Yeah. Oh. I don't know what she's directed before. This might be, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. This might be like, I don't want to say that it's her first, but it could be. Is she an actor? Yeah. Okay. Actress. Actress. Oh, okay. In the profession of acting. Well, actually, it shows, it says that she was the director of mm. Movie 43, Pitch Perfect 2, and Charlie's Angels, and Cocaine Bear. So she has done some hmm. directing in the past. Look at that. I've just only seen her in her uh, her movies. There's 94 yeah. credits for, like, films. Jeez. Over, like, yeah. the seven for... Uh, uh, directing so interesting i had no idea yeah i feel like they could have cut the kid actors they weren't the best i think their dialogue just wasn't written well and yeah. it was just super unbelievable like it could have been like an intense like oh my gosh cocaine bear. bear and you have no idea what's going to happen and you're scared for the characters but it was more like it was trying to be a comedy but sometimes it was trying to be serious it just didn't hit with me that's funny did you guys know that on imdb they have what they call goofs and it's like mess ups in the movie that somebody found. Oh, like mm -hmm. bloopers, but they're still in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it says. The ambulance that arrives to the ranger station is a period correct Ford van, but then it crashes into the tree and it suddenly has the grill, the front end of a Chevrolet GMC van. <laughs> that's funny. Somebody was like, oh, that's not right. I saw some continuity errors. Like that happens. Uh, with the bear was like sleeping. And then, like, it did a close-up on its face, and its eyes opened. It was like, and then it cut, like, to a wider shot, and the bear was still asleep, and his eyes were closed. And I'm like... Maybe he's faking. I don't get it. <laughs> like, he's supposed to be awake right now. I feel like they just messed it up in the cut, because then, like, a minute later, then the bear woke up. I'm like... Huh? Why did you show me his eyes waking up if that didn't matter right now? Movie hard. Movie. I got a text Movie. saying that my... Credit cards on hold. That seems fake. Oh, that. Oh, you should put them on the podcast. <laughs> I just want to have yeah, a let's random. Let's call your bank. Weird. Let's was, get scammed was, uh, live. It was Chase. <laughs> we get scammed. Chase, Chase get do you scammed. have Chase? Uh, what are you chasing after? Like, it actually, oh, that ain't real. No way. That ain't real. Okay, put your phone down. Come on, man. Dude, we want you to be a part. You're not in the conversation. It can it can wait till after the podcast, man. There Dude. there's no money to take. I mean, I feel like that one's actually worth looking at. But nah. nope. you don't even have a chase card. <laughs> I do have a chase card. No, you what, are you what are you talking about? You don't have a bank. I don't you use it no as money. a bank. It's hey, where there, we go? Not yeah, no, there was something I wanted to talk about. Uh, this was this was something that I brought up earlier in the week, but I thought it would be interesting to talk about on the podcast because it's right up our alley. Yeah. Um, YouTube is experimenting with a higher quality 1080p or H full HD option. Okay. And they're saying that it's a, like a premium 1080p. So you have to pay to oh, get I'm it? sure. I'm sure premium. you gotta, you got to pay. Oh yeah, yeah, a small group of YouTube YouTube premium subscribers. Yeah. are getting it. It's and it's a higher bit rate over so. the normal 1080p. Do we Which, want to talk about how bit rates work and why that matters? Uh, I'll, I, yes. Let me let me read a little bit of information from yeah. this article, though. Um, so this is from The Verge, which I love The Verge. They're pretty um, good. I like they're it. awesome. Uh, their podcast is great, too, if you want to keep up on tech. Um, so what it says is, for example, a 1080p Blu-ray can give you a maximum of 40 megabytes per second. 
um, which provides a pretty crisp image. Meanwhile, YouTube standard 1080p hovers around 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, I don't, it doesn't say specific. Oh, here we yeah. go. The premium option ran at about 13 megabytes per second versus the oh. eight for standard. Yeah. That is not a big difference. I don't know. Hey. Tell, tell me if you think that that's, if that's even worth it. It's not like an order of magnitude difference, really. It's not like double. But I mean, even noticeable. I don't know. They just stop compressing videos as much. Cause like the shadow, <laughs> the shadows and stuff. Cause well, it's like, if, it if, there was, if there was like an extra two megabytes in the shadows, as opposed to the whole image, then it's like, I could kind of see that. But if it's just two megabytes per second for the whole video and they aren't changing anything else about the video, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think you're going to notice a difference. I don't think that's how it works with compression. Not with streaming at the moment. Maybe mm-hmm. with the new AV1, it could. The whole the whole video would have to it would have to be a separate video than what's currently listed. So like I would want I would want a video that's less compressed with a higher bit rate. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. And wouldn't yeah. they? Uh, I mean, I know that the data rates are large. They're very different with video versus audio. But it's like you can do kind of like it's not lossless, but it's like more uncompressed mm-hmm. than usual that you can get like a very yeah. a higher bit rate audio like on spotify or title or whatever mm. and it's supposed to be like that really nice uncompressed and it's like why couldn't you give that option for video you yeah. know it's, it's like, like if i have good home internet right well, nobody could, wants to pay for it i don't think shoot i would well, yeah but most people are watching on their phones they don't even notice yeah <sighs> Yeah, there's like even the difference when we're editing. If you have a video and it looks jank, like crunchy, like all the details just bad, Mm -hmm. it's not sharp. And then you like scale it down from your 32 inch monitor to the size of a cell phone. You're like, oh, this looks really good. Yeah, Yeah, no, I get it. But it's also like I could see this being a thing further in the future because as you know, more people stop using traditional uh, TV delivery methods, you know, and you're seeing streaming like you know, pulling up a video on your TV from YouTube is super easy. Yeah. And then on top of that, you know, if there was more content, like YouTube is still known for its long form content. So yeah. it's like, if I want to watch a 30 minute video, I probably want to sit on my couch. I just don't think we're the majority of the, no. So you have advertisers, which push everything in terms of like what people, what the company decides to do. And it's like most of those advertising dollars are targeted towards the people that are like, I got a poop and I got three minutes. <laughs> it's like the short form like it it's not about i mean there is like the view time for like streaming and stuff but um even those i don't think the majority is um watched on a tv or a monitor most of i think youtube the internet's like 75 percent retention through mobile devices and i assume youtube's not too far off from that Mm. uh i don't know it'd be nice if somebody like Again, I, there's got to be a demographic to some degree because I mean, there's still people out there I that think are streaming buying services specifically would be it. Yeah, like I noticed with HBO Max, movies on there look so much better than like if I'm watching a movie on like Hulu or even YouTube. Yeah, uh, I think it's because like the bit rate is higher, and like especially if it's an animated animated movie, you can like easily see when like stuff gets crushed and like the the quality is not there between like the hard lines because there's outlines and everything, and I don't see that 
on HBO Max. Interesting. So I think in those streaming services specifically, like on movies or TV shows where you pay for them, I think that's where everything is being focused on and not on free stuff like your YouTube channel and stuff. You know, I thought that maybe Apple TV was supposed to be up there as well. Oh, I don't have Apple TV, so I haven't seen it. I, so, but I need to I, compare that the makes two. Sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, because uh, there were just sometimes I've been playing around. So, like, we're watching my parents' house this week, so I've been messing with the settings on my dad's TV because he has that 8K <laughs> Samsung. So I've been like trying to watch some different things and see what stuff looks like. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting kind of trying to see like what was good and what wasn't. And some of the stuff I thought was going to be good that wasn't that great. Cause you know, it's doing like upsampling or upscaling or whatever. Yeah. Cause nothing's in 8k right now. Right. Yeah. And I've been told too, I think that was one of the first gens as well. And I've been told, uh, told that their new 8k scaling is much better than it was before. Is it like trying to do smart stuff? Like it's not just like, blowing it up is doing some weird magic to it supposedly yes right it's got like a processor that's dedicated to upscaling stuff yeah well you know how it goes there's only so many (laughs) settings you can mess with and i played with it for a while because he had everything on dynamic or auto or whatever and i was like i'm gonna change all your settings sir well that's that's gonna be something tristan might be running into yeah yeah you know i did find so it has a setting for the backlight Mm -hmm. And then it has a setting for brightness. Yeah. Yeah. And backlight's one to 50. And then uh, brightness is like one to five. Mm-hmm. And I found like I turned up the brightness like a lot because you know I love bright screens. Mm-hmm. And it just like was blowing out the highlights on my images. Yeah. And so I had to like go through and kind of fine tune it a little bit. But it was just yeah. interesting is to kind HDR of. HDR? The TV? Yes. Okay. It should be. <laughs> oh, yeah. For yeah. that price. It better be. Uh, also high frame rate it's probably 240 what Whoa. is what's the hdr for like do you do you know yeah, what that entails on when it comes to televisions and stuff uh what what do you mean so like what is like if you got an hdr tv what does it even mean uh are you just asking like are you asking what hdr is yeah oh uh, yeah like what is what is your, the value of that Oh, well, yeah. uh, HDR stands for high dynamic range. It can mean different things in different markets. HDR is a, is a buzz term for TVs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it just helps to bring more data into the highlights and the shadows. And it can mm-hmm. also make for a brighter image in certain, certain parts. Yeah. So. It's like having more ticks on a ruler. You can have more information, but also means it's more information to be stored. And so specific movies need to be made in an HDR format. So your TV can actually provide the correct brightness. Cause maybe your roller just goes from like one to 12 inches, but HDR might go from like one to 18 inches and have more individual ticks. So it can be even finer detail and there's even more brightness that it can keep track of. That's an awesome way to explain it. That's yeah. exactly it. And you can tell too, so if you have an HDR device, whether that's your phone or your tablet, your laptop, your TV, go on YouTube and watch normal content and then pull up an HDR video. And yeah. you can, the brightness difference is huge. As oh, soon yeah. as you have HDR content on the TV, mm-hmm. you can see it. Yep. I mean, and again, all of my screens are HDR. I mean, it, yeah. Um, and you can see the difference every single time. Mm-hmm. Now it depends. It depends on your HDR rating. We've talked about this. Yeah. So if it's like HDR 10 and above, then you can tell. Yeah. But if it's something stupid, 
like the low end like hdr4 yeah it's like they can only get so bright yes because the really good ones they can they can be as bright as the sun and it'll hurt too much if like you're in a dark room and it's all the way cranked to and the brightness bright is measured image. how david nits yeah but I think there's, there's apple they just made up that term or is there's that the a, real term there's no, a that's one, legit it's okay. a one-to-one there's nits and then there's c cm slash d2 d squared and it's one to one, so four hundred okay. cm d squared is the same as four hundred nits. But they call them nits. But Apple always uses it nits, nits in their marketing. Nitwit. Which I mean, yeah. So the reason I also said that, so like HDR ten is usually hmm. thousand, also thousand nits. I think it's one to one okay. with lumens too. I'm pretty sure oh, nits okay. and lumens are one to one. Okay. I have to look that one up though. Um, the yeah. Light bulbs are rated in lumens, right? Yes. You know how bright your light bulb is. Yeah. Like 800 lumens is like a normal thing. Yeah, go on and look normal. at flashlights on Amazon. Lumens yeah. everywhere. Everybody's like, oh, 8,000 yeah. lumens. That'll blind you. Because when your TV's at like 100% brightness and it's only 400 lumens, you can look at it and your uh, eyes don't hurt. Correct. Okay. So it's it's 3.4 big decimal to one nit. So it's not one to one, but it is, it's an equivalent. So like for yeah. the example, how bright the thing is, how luminant it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and so I mean, mm-hmm. it makes a makes a huge difference. Um, the reason I said I just I didn't know this until recently, but the peak brightness on the iPhone 14 Pro yeah is 2,000 nits. Ah, yes, because it like that's <laughs> that's high, by the way. At two that's a huge. <laughs> that's yeah. a huge number. Your so monitor like, at at your office that you work on is probably two to four hundred. Yeah, capped yeah. unless you have an HDR monitor, which. Yeah probably in and most of the time it's never going to be at 2000 nits and that's why i say so like an individual pixel can reach that briefly so tristan just mentioned it peak brightness Mm -hmm. this this all depends on battery um whether you're on wall power or not um depends on heat yeah it depends on like processing Mm -hmm. there are a lot of factors here because like sustained brightness is how long you know is, is is a brightness that it can keep at a sustained level peak it just like comes in when it needs to and if it can it stays if not it's it's gone so it's like if you're out in direct sunlight and you have an iphone 14 pro it can hit 2000 for a short period of time it's all heat based and battery based Mm -hmm. and that's all software regulated but still it's nuts yeah so the difference the hdr brings it looks more real like almost like you're looking at a window Mm-hmm. if that makes Can sense be. yeah i think hdr definitely is on the line of like that uncanny valley though yeah because yeah. you look at an image and sometimes it looks fake because everything is in exposed it, yeah sorry in everything focus. is exposed yeah yeah uh, and you're just okay. like and now a quick break to hear from our sponsors coffee house five with locations in Franklin and Greenwood and Suna 3rd in Bargersville, Coffee House 5 is Johnson County's premier independent coffee shop to relax, study, or meet friends around great coffee and great food Monday through Saturday. Whether it's a handcrafted espresso or a single origin pour over, you'll enjoy the freshest, smoothest coffee possible roasted in-house at their Franklin location using a unique airbed roasting process. And don't forget to pair your coffee with a ham and cheddar scone, biscuits and gravy made with their award-winning Parmesan chive biscuit, or any of their other pastries and sandwiches prepared in their Franklin kitchen using family recipes and a style they call Midwest comfort food. As if that's not enough to get your attention, Coffeehouse 5 is a for-benefit coffeehouse. All profits are invested in building a stronger community through their support of local mental health services, which you can read more about on their website, coffeehouse5.com. 
So next time you're in Franklin or Greenwood and soon Bargersville, stop by Coffee House 5. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, and we there's see no that. shadows and there's all this detail and I can see outside and inside and it's like, yeah. which I think, again, I think HDR is one of those things like we, we can see in HDR mm-hmm. essentially, right? It's like we have... I forget how many it was because I think Corridor figured it out. Like how many stops of 20, dynamic range? Twenty-two to twenty-three, and then it, it, a lot. it depends on the person, but that's like the average. Yeah. yeah. So it's like we can see all of these things in reality, and it's like now cameras are starting to catch catch or uh, catch up. Yeah. And so we're starting to see that, but sometimes on like a good TV, like high resolution HDR mm. stuff, you're kind of like, wow, it looks fantastic, but man, there's just like that uncanny feeling to it yeah. all. Well, that's why like old school animation looks bad. One of the many things, because there's a lot of yeah. different, uh, but one of the things that was hard to overcome is like how many of those uh, stops you could uh, yep. make the image at. And so if it's really, really low, everything looks kind of simple. Like think Toy Story 1, where everything just clearly just a strange computer, <laughs> scary graphic. And then yep. compared to Toy Story 4, is that the latest one? I think so. Yeah. And then everything looks almost realistic and that's all all other different technologies being combined into one but that's using a higher uh yeah amounts of data for figuring out light and all that stuff yeah why would our real estate photos whenever you look at them (laughs) you're taking a bunch of images that are some are exposed for darker some are exposed for brighter and you're putting them all together and you're faking an hdr (laughs) picture because if someone looks at it on a standard screen you see a wide dynamic range even though the monitor like could never actually expose for that it's like you're you're bringing in all these levels it's like taking the contrast and and like reducing the contrast yeah so it's more of a flat image so it's it's faking hdr but technically it is an hdr too yeah and it depends on the monitor and that's why i said hdr is kind of a buzzword Mm -hmm. for tvs in specific because what we're doing like with our bracketing and everything like that's that's true to life hdr right we are we are stacking images and pulling out data so that you know you have a you have a ton of high dynamic range Mm -hmm. and it's like you know that's become this buzzword for Mm-hmm. TVs and it's like HDR 10, HDR 10 plus, yeah, and <laughs> VRR and HDMI 2.1. Come on, everybody! <laughs> but it's yeah. just also confusing. It's, it's impossible to track. So it's Tristan hard. has been looking for a monitor recently. Yeah, that's, that's what I brought up. I yeah. tried to. So yeah. a lot of this stuff has come into play, and I have found looking into any sort of screen, whether it's uh, you know a TV or a monitor. It is, it is the most buzzwordy, like Mm -hmm. technology laden, just like terms and things like it's, it's, I don't, yeah. that's why it's like you were explaining it to me. Verbiage for everything. They interchange it. So HDR typically is about luminance and how bright things are, but some companies are using it interchangeably with, um, like saturation and vivid, (laughs) like how vivid an image is. You go to Samsung's. Boost the colors. Yeah. It's like how many. Uh, RGBY it's like oh this TV has yellow in it and stuff like that and it's like oh it's dynamic range because <laughs> I remember that was a thing so like, there's so many buzzwords where they, they're trying to articulate it but I um, love it. basically much. if you want the best bang for your buck go buy an Encosin it's some knockoff Chinese brand but their their monitors has like full HDR10 so it's got you got HDR uh, in terms of the luminance it's like up to 700 nits 
which okay. is for most people that you're getting double triple what you're used to for, Dude, a, for a 32 inch monitor for like 800 bucks this episode needs to come with a glossary yeah you know it's yeah. like yeah. here's it's all the things hdr uh, yeah. you know variable refresh rate oh hdmi uh, but, you know yeah. but, just like yeah ah. there's so many words um and i've i've dove so much into it because we are starting to like always trying to improve and one of the things that we've worked on a lot was more the editing and some of the more simpler vfx and transitions and i feel like we've nailed a lot of that so the next thing is like next thing in pipeline is how do we get better at color grading so i need a better monitor Uh, we're also switching over to a laptop for mobility so it's like i have to have a monitor so i've had to dive into this research of what makes it good and there's just so many settings (laughs) well i mean what's the point of spending money on something that makes our product all down at best buy is 270 bucks you could you could so why why would you and it's like well i meant more the full product i know but i meant more along the lines of like the screen on your laptop is good enough amazing yeah but you just don't like the size well yeah how the heck can you get any work done with that you can i'm telling you you're gonna many people do yeah they also have good prescriptions in their glasses (laughs) so they actually see i've been doing this pre-existing all this and it's uh the the most productivity i had was whenever i added a second monitor it's like it just doubled how much i was able to get done because i don't have to tab back in between windows or three finger swipe if you're no special to be fair you are going from a 27 inch monitor that's what's on the mm-hmm. imac to yeah. a 16 inch so it does feel like being boxed in dude i've been using a 17 inch monitor for like seven years inch? yeah the 17 inch monitor out there Se- uh, on my desktop it's a laptop it's on my desk it's the forcia one yeah oh i thought you're i've used a uh, 17 inch for a long time and i absolutely hate the form factor it's really heavy too okay. but like the resolution is 1080 so yeah, i was gonna there's say things there's things that come with yeah. it but the actual size of it of the screen uh i can get work done but it's yeah. not very ergonomic for long periods of time and there's a lot of downsides to it but this is all subjective yes. just a heads up yeah i it's have a very particular man i have edited pictures and video with adobe products final cut all those things on my 16 inch macbook pro yeah and i absolutely love it like don't get me wrong i appreciate coming in the office and adding that real estate on my 32 inch oh yeah but like at the end of the day there's just something about that screen on that laptop that is just unparalleled I mean, it's a mini LED, like high resolution, super dark contrast. Like it's just a beautiful monitor and it's peak brightness is 1600 nits. Like that's nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Mini LED, man. Just another word. (laughs) Yeah. That's another, add it to the glossary. Yes. They're getting, they're trying to make micro LED screens now. Yeah. It's just, uh, (laughs) it's just a way to compete with OLED. Add another word. OLED. (laughs) Those are the QD LED. Yeah. yeah, Uh, Just a bunch of goodness. Uh, yeah, Who's no. gonna do all this work? <laughs> no, I, I just, no. <laughs> so the problem actually, why why can't you use the laptop screen? What, what do you that's, mean? That's your question. Yeah, that's the question to you. Yeah, why? Because they're not color accurate. They well, don't they come. Are. They don't are. They do not. They do not test them. So if you actually have a calibrated uh, monitor and set it next to an iMac, color you can see the difference. Color accuracy and. And, and color calibration are two different things. They, it's not that the screen maybe doesn't have the ability to cover that, that yeah, color space, you would have but to, it's not calibrated. Correct. Which is, and there's always variations in displays as well. Yeah, you can't take the calibration of one screen and apply it to another. So it's like it's not small. Cal- it's not calibrated, 
for one. And then two, okay. um, does it mean it's bad? No, but does it cover the full spectrum of colors that you want it to? So it's like, does your, it? Your eye can see a lot of colors. The monitor doesn't always display that. And this is also partly what the difference is between eight bit and ten bit, which has nothing to do with um, <laughs> with has nothing to do with the bit rate from YouTube from earlier. Um, so no, they. Uh, I think it's like DCIP ninety nine percent or something like that. It just it covers a lot of colors. For most people, it's fine. The mm-hmm. thing is, if I'm spending money, I want to get the most accurate for the lowest cost. That maybe doesn't come factory calibrated, but can be factory ca- uh, calibrated within like a variance of of accuracy. And the so so twenty twenty one and beyond M one MacBook Pros twenty twenty one and beyond. Okay. Yeah, so we're talking we're talking the, M1, the M2. one that you just bought the yeah. newest the newest um, generation yeah right so do they come factory calibrated what what would what would a good color space like coverage like what are you looking for in a monitor a hundred percent of DCI-P3 which I think they do but I want at least a hundred percent of DCI-P3 okay so it's ninety nine percent oh that's pretty close of DCI-P3 except when you think about it. DCIP is 1.07 billion colors. So how many colors are you missing if you're missing 1%? How many how many numbers of colors? Does the monitor you ordered is it? No, it's 95%. But it's also ah, but it's wow. but it's so also it's worse than it the is. MacBook screen. It is, but it's also uh, what was it half the price and twice the size of the iMac or the the studio display replica? Well, and yeah, that's just like reused technology yeah that's 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 no bueno so i again if if you just so again it's not a bad screen you just don't like the size of it i don't understand how you're supposed to be able to get work done with it though if you're doing like thousands of people millions i'm sure they do it says this also means perfect srgb coverage for me it doesn't work i couldn't do it you don't know yet you don't even have it in hand not the color aspect of it, but specifically the um, the form factor. Like yeah. I've I've tried using Monday and following a project along, and then editing at the same time, and constantly having to switch between screens to reference notes. It's cool. just a real pain in the. Where the display is, ex- <laughs> where this display is extremely impressive is in its color calibration, and this is helped significantly by macOS doing a much better job of. Uh, much better job other than you know over windows is what it's saying mm-hmm. um, and and the cool thing is too is you can actually change your color space yes um, yep. it's really easy too I've messed with that yeah that's really cool windows is so bad with that yeah you can tell it to do it like per program and then sometimes it doesn't do it and then it'll do it for the whole screen or half the screen I saw Taron Van Hermit Van Herit I've been watching a lot of his videos. He did a lately, video yeah. on it, and it was a nightmare watching him talk about it. It's like yeah. I hate Windows there's, so much. There's also just the color spaces in general are all disagreed upon because, like, most of them cover the same amount of colors, but some of them cover more reds or more blues, like Adobe versus sRGB versus DCI-P3 versus I think Final or uh, Apple has one just called P3 that's completely different than DCI-P3. Like, there's just so many, and nobody will agree on what <laughs> colors you should include. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it's like you edit in one space, and then you try to put it on somebody's monitor, and their monitor doesn't even show half the colors that you edited with. Yeah. And that's partly where you said if you have an HDR phone, um, and then... Like somebody edited it to have more luminance, which isn't the, necessarily the same thing, but like somebody created an art piece and then you're watching it on a display that doesn't even showcase it 
or your phone is capable of it and you're watching footage that wasn't edited to be more dynamic so mm. yeah or you have an hdr compatible tv that has four dimming zones <laughs> oh all the settings are all the the <laughs> samsung feels like. samsung saturation mode on your phone how many people are watching youtube with that on right now dude so many people so <laughs> many people maybe it's like white balance your eyes just adjust over time to go into your, how bad it looks i've done a tuesday tip on this go back and check it out go into your samsung android phone settings go to the display and change your display mm-hmm. profile from vivid to natural and you will yeah. thank me later <laughs> you will not live in this willy wonka oversaturated <laughs> bs land people love it people like it man yeah that's why when you go to the store all the they TVs used are it for like a year and then switch it everything just looks wrong but dude it's like i really liked it at first but it's mm-hmm. gotten worse and that was tristan just brought it up we went to best buy to just like look at tvs and it was <laughs> so like, much just, hdr man dude it's just like everybody went in and they just took their saturation level that just cranked okay. it as high as they could like to the point it wanted to like my eyes wanted to bleed yeah you can't trust any of the images you see there oh it's so bad yeah do you imagine if we took a video and crank sat and then watched it on a samsung phone <laughs> just burn your eyes out <laughs> silly put it on your galaxy flip or what is it no your fold dude the age that i shot for today she had a galaxy flip yeah or like a fold yeah fold yeah. like like what i used to have and she was older and mm-hmm. i was like i was like Dang. Dang. i was like you got yourself a freaking fold i was like good for you yeah, that's, that's tight cool. i need to send you this article though on the display on the macbook i'm just saying I, it's a really good article i know it's a great screen man. it's a great I'll read screen. The article i i'm sure it is but i'm not trying to poo all over your external monitor i'm just saying you've spent a lot of money on a beautiful display yeah. and i think that when you when you are going to sit down sometimes and just edit mm-hmm. and you have the ability to like sit on your couch you know what I mean? And like mm. enjoy that time. You're yeah. going to be like, wow, this is a really nice display, even though it's only 16 inches. I think yeah. when it gets real prescriptions, you might actually want to use it. <laughs> I, I don't think you realize it's only been like three months since my glasses have been. I feel like you been. haven't realized how long it's, <laughs> it's been. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I, mean, I feel like that's not a, a sudden thing. It's like three months, man. I don't think your eyesight can change. <laughs> my contacts still months. work. My contacts are still in prescription. I just can't put them in. My eyes burn when I put them in because the mm. water at her house is disgusting. <laughs> Why are you using the tap water to put your... Yeah, aren't you supposed to put them in solution? You put them in solution, but you should wash your hands before you put in things in your eyes. Otherwise, you'll get... Um, gangrene uh, uh no <laughs> you can actually you can actually get i don't know you can actually get um, herpes in your eyes doing that like oh, if you have any bacteria in your hand eyes, herpes. In your eye, yeah it's pretty nasty stuff you can't say herpes is herpes a bad word i don't want to get flagged man we're not gonna get flagged you can get viral <laughs> infections in your eye that are reoccurring there we go. Yeah. and it'll be reoccurring yeah. and they PG. won't they'll they'll live with you for a lifetime <laughs> so PG. You should I, don't, always, I don't want to have some kid have to have parent explain what herpes is <laughs> they shouldn't be putting their fingers in their eyes unless they wash them yeah right why aren't you just rinsing your hands with a saline solution so you don't have that issue I don't think you understand how bacteria works. You can't just wash your fingers with water you wash or your saline. And then you rinse it off with the saline so you don't put the water. Oh, yeah, you could. That's that's how basic yeah. rinsing is. You I, could do that. I don't know. You just don't I'm telling you, do we it. still need to rally around you and help you fix your plumbing. <laughs> we just need to make it happen. Yeah. I think I'm rust. ready for you to take more often showers. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I don't know. Increase <laughs> the shower tomorrow. We have worms. client stuff. Of course. Um, 
Uh, David, how far how far are we in right now? Just out of curiosity. You are 45 minutes into this uh, podcast. Okay, so uh, what do you guys want to talk about next? I'm sure neither one of you have looked at the outline. Nope. Uh, but there are no. like three, no, four other things we can talk about. Is the corridor one on there? It is on there. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. Because I've been hearing differing opinions from people on the outcome of it. Oh, so what they said was, was the case, was the truth. So uh, Corridor Digital is a mm-hmm. company that we follow online. They're a small company out of California. Uh, no, they've, they they remind us a lot of ourselves. And uh, Tristan originally found them and has shared them to us. And we've watched their stuff. Christopher Columbus of social media people. Yes. And uh, we appreciate you running aground on the Corridor crew. Um, <laughs> but no, so <laughs> we're just going to keep using that reference because we know how much home. you love it. I, I do. What'd you call me? Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love the, if you, again, if you're not watching the, the cast at all, like we're, we're on YouTube, okay? 54% and Facebook. 54% of our audience watches on YouTube. <laughs> I love you for They that don't joke. even like us. Um <laughs> Anyways, why do so, we even help? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why do we even do what we do? I don't know. Um, but anyway, so Corridor, they are primarily a VFX company, um, but they do a lot of video content. They have YouTube channel. Um, they put out their own content on their website. We watch a lot of their stuff. They have been kind of blazing the trail recently with AI stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we watched, or yeah, did you watch the. Yeah. Did you watch the making of? Okay. So we've all watched the making of this video and Mm -hmm. the final video. Uh, Tristan, I also listened to their podcast. Did you listen to the podcast? Uh, No, I don't listen to their podcast. That gave some additional information. The background. Yeah. Which was awesome because we learned some other things that we're super pumped about. Yeah. Um, Probably concreted some decisions we were getting ready to make as well. Uh, Those are time-based decisions. So correct. (laughs) We'll see. Correct. But we were still wavering. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've, and I think now I'm even more on board. I'm like, Yeah. yeah, you got plenty of time. Uh, fix that water. Yeah. But anyways, so it's, uh, we want to talk about this. They, they made an anime video, um, without animating anything. Yes. You know, how do you do that? Right. They did it with AI. <laughs> a lot of tools. Yeah. It was a, it was a mixture of a lot of tools. Did you hear, I'm sure you did on a podcast, right? That they have the click by click. Yes. So walkthrough tutorial on their website. They, like you said, they're pioneers. They blaze, they blaze the way in the AI move it down. Yeah. Like make it so you're speaking into it. Yeah. I mean, we know you got a long Uh, neck and all, but dang. So I was my sit up straight. Um, (laughs) So they're pioneers in this AI space and uh, they basically came up with a brand new process that nobody else has really connected the dots to. I think everybody's uh, it's an open source process. Uh, community for the most part between all the software and they found a way to connect a bunch of everyone's effort into a pipeline or a process that produces a really impressive result currently in two weeks it'll probably be outdated and something's way cooler but who knows Mm -hmm. and um, essentially what they did was they took a green screen and put people in front of it something we could do here at our studio we have the same essential setup like you could produce it and they started shooting it with cinema cameras and then slowly over time they realized you can get the exact same high quality result using their process they developed with a cell phone like it doesn't have to be on a cinema camera so it's like yeah, they said it was an iphone 12 yeah so not oh, even the coolest for yeah. the shoot wow. for a lot of the shots 
Well, it sounded like Sam said just some of his shots as the the king. That was the selfie the shot. He shot that by himself. There was no one running the camera for that. He shot it yeah, himself. Right. So well, using the front camera. Okay. <laughs> they they started doing pickup shots, and as they built the process out, they started off with a cinema camera and slowly realized that to work quicker, they could just shoot a phone because the effects, uh, the the lower quality image aided to the uh, AI model process of like converting real people into animation uh yeah i mean it, essentially it, everything it, it they were helped. filming is is reference footage yes mm-hmm. there it's i mean it's the ai is using this as a base to then color over okay yeah so they yeah, just helping out with context sorry i mean it, yeah any, anything that i skip over go for it uh so they're they're building out this whole process and it's many steps many pieces of software um and <laughs> over the course of two months um their team of like i I think they maybe had like six people working on this project out of their company um were able to develop something that really really closely resembles animation style to the point that people in the comment section some people you know they thought it genuinely was they thought even with a video that they they did as a um kind of like a placeholder like a a a test pilot for this current uh process Mm -hmm. a lot of people thought that one was animation and that one was not nearly as close to being as as pristine as this one was um so so good they build a process uh they do all this work and uh the point of contention is the model that they use to convert their actual real life footage of their faces to animation um it is pulled from real artist work and they specifically went out of their way to find a late 90s early 2000 movie um it has a very dark edgy style to it in terms of like the graphics it's like real hard brush strokes and um solid fill for like a lot of the the graphics and then there's like two point lighting so you'll have like a harsh shadow and then a well-lit part of the subject so it's very simple um i don't i don't really know any current artists that are producing this type of stuff it's how most anime is drawn yeah yes yeah but i mean like you know something more mainstream that people yeah. are familiar with it's not like dragon ball z or anything like that something like that you know it's like i've, I've heard of it but um seems a little bit it's, it seems similar but maybe just a touch more modern yeah in my opinion yeah so it's for somebody who does not watch anime exactly which i feel like is probably most people in, in some capacity that are unfamiliar with what mm. what we're talking about here yeah um uh, so the 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 question is since they went out of their way without permission from the original artists of this movie that is available online for free um, and they took screen captures of it and trained a model as prompts and like hey this is the style we like can you turn us into this Um, some people just think hey man it's cool art it's always cool to reference another artist people do it all the time Uh, what's the difference between seeing someone's art and then like copying it the style with your own pencil versus um what they're doing here and a lot of people it's like 50 50 from the comments that i was reading um i don't know is there more contention or anything the issues that delve deeper into that is that you can get these models to actually produce the source images uh that they were trained on and so it's more of an issue like is it just outputting like you know is it just like copy pasting Mm-hmm. or is it what is it actually doing because if you can get the model to just r- give you exactly what you gave it then it's not really generating anything and mm-hmm. there is like like it, can you actually use this information or are you just stealing art then so it's a weird in between 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's some issues with that and then we cleared up. And I agree that it is like kind of a strange point of contention. Uh, I don't think there's a simple answer, but I think the process and all of the technology behind it is awesome because instead of referencing uh, a pre-existing movie, you can just pay artists to make a whole bunch of stills and things. I need 30 stills so I can make my movie. Yeah. Basically a storyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But think 30 stills versus a thousand frames of animations for like 12 frames per second. Shot. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's an interesting concept and this isn't going to go away. So, no. I mean, like you can't stop this. And it's not like a filter. It's not like you shoot on your iPhone and then you go to Snapchat and then you throw on, yeah. you know, a certain, I don't know, color yeah. profile <laughs> or like the dog filter face and it just tracks Sepia. on animation. Cause there is like, <laughs> yeah, Sepia, there is like an anime, uh, I think it was in Snapchat. I'm sure other ones had it, but like you yes. can turn yourself into anime. It was so cool. This looks mm-hmm. way better than that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for and sure. I mean like I could, I was like, wow, that's, that's Dean and Nico. Like, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. just like knew that's who they were. Yeah. Well, the, the weird thing about this is it, and it, um, takes the whole process of making a film, uh, or an anime in this style. Uh, it turns the whole thing into every shot is a VFX shot, which is not, always Mm -hmm. the case in animation sometimes every frame is drawn and you don't have any vfx usually there's like a hybrid nowadays where like if i just watched the tv show invincible it was insane but you could see there was parts of it where they use 3d and then they use parts that are drawn and they're combining layers so the fact that everything was a vfx shot and there wasn't really any drawing at all uh, aside from if you commission an artist to draw your initial training model frames um it's just Mm -hmm. it's a really cool idea you would think i'm pretty sure like 3d animation also had a similar pushback because you can tell like okay just like go from this pose to this pose and it would do it good enough and but we still have like 2d artists drawing and like we what star wars had uh their like anthology of animes commissioned a while back i forget what it was called but like it was eight episodes all and they all commissioned like different uh, animation studios. I think one was Korean and a lot of them were like very well-known anime studios. <laughs> and, but like that's still thriving and like the, the art style is like pushed to the limit where like you could tell like there was brush strokes and like yeah. all these lines were hand drawn. And so I don't think this is going to kill uh, hand drawn animation because I think there's still a respect for it. But for those studios they're like, okay, we need to make a couple shots that we forgot to, you know, mm-hmm. have drawn. I pick up things like that. And it's good enough and you wouldn't even know. I think that's perfect. Or like, you know, not even using reference footage, just making your own. Well, well that's what I liked awesome. about what Nico said. You know, um, yeah. he was talking about the the accessibility of it. Yeah. That anybody it's you, all open source yeah mm-hmm. that you've watched like you know he was talking about like photography eventually was something that everybody can can get a hold of and that was the you know the evolution of the cell phone or the yeah. smartphone mm-hmm. and the same thing with videos like now the cameras are getting smaller and higher and your quality phone, like anyone yeah, can you shoot would pay these. someone to go develop your pictures and yeah. they would not develop the same way as another one and there's this hard work and talent to developing pictures and now your phone does it with magic ai yeah exactly I mean, sort of not a difference the only difference i think would be again is like 
whether or not you're actually stealing art, which I don't think you are when you're taking a photo. And we're well, no, just you're creating. Weird, but yeah, some people yeah, yeah. argue that when you take a photo of them, you're stealing their likeness. So like, there's always mm. there's always going to be yeah. some pushback to technology in some regard. New stuff always, always. scares people. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I mean, don't want it to be abused. But well, and yeah. it will be yeah. just like anything. Just like it all <laughs> for yeah. memes. For the memes. Uh, yeah. Right. Dude, I want to see like. I loved the thought of like <laughs> being able to, I don't know, animate <sighs> the Tuesday tip video yes you know what i mean like just for fun because you can like that's again like bringing a technology to studios like ours that are smaller and don't have as big a budget being able to make something along these lines i mean that just adds to the creative ip that goes out to the world in general yeah Yeah. and i think that was one of the coolest parts about it is like you're just you're talking about it's like it would just be cool to do this and it's like why because it's cool it's awesome (laughs) this project almost didn't happen because they were talking about uh, Nico and was it Matt? No, it wasn't Matt. It was uh, Dean. So they've been going back and forth where everybody in the company is like invested in some sort of tech uh, development where one of the like uh, Nico's really into the whole AI um, art generation and uh, face model and stuff like this. And mm-hmm. um, Dean is really, really big into Marvel. Like he has this big anime background and he's, he's really like invested in story and archetypes. And um, uh, Sam's really big into unity, which is like 3d modeling and stuff. And so they have like, they're all video editors. They're all VFX artists, but then they have like these little sections that they specialize in out of their own interest. Yeah. And Nico uh, has been testing out this whole AI thing for such a long time. And he eventually hit a wall and he just got burnt out. And he's like, I don't feel like I can do this. I'm done. And then Dean comes along and he's like, hey, can you show me what little bits you've tried so far? And then he's like, I really have this idea. I want to try doing it. And then he plays around with it more. So this is like all outside of work. He's just so interested in this and learning from somebody else at the company that he ends up putting together like a proof of concept with the um uh i think it was with the the spider-man one and yes. then it was like okay cool we're, we're even closer and then they started collaborating more together to help produce this most recent one so it mm. was iterative it required you know a little bit of passion outside where you know they could have just gave up they're like oh there's no tutorial out you know like what do we do yeah. chat gpt what do i do and it's like i don't know and it's like all right well i guess i give up <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like you pioneer something it's so yeah. cool no it, i love it the, i'm like that's the stuff i w-, you know i'm like man i'm i want to put yeah. a bunch of technologies together and like pioneer you know it's like i kind of mm. felt that way about our inventory system <laughs> yeah yeah it's like we took a bunch of tools that we knew we had and then just, we made it work yeah bashed them all together yeah that, it felt yeah. really good you know yeah it's like we came up with that we had a we had a problem and we found a solution dude yeah. the artist world especially when it comes like to video animation it gets crazy because oh, there's I'm this sure. 3d animation software called blender oh yeah and there's a artist i follow his name is worthy kids and he does awesome like 3d animation <laughs> yeah. merged with like 2d because he does a lot of the base stuff and then he draws over it to make it look hand drawn oh, okay and the issue came up is he made like a mu- music video it's like a funny little song of like a skeleton dancing and like playing the guitar but it looks keyword it looks like stop motion <laughs> And oh my gosh, people in the, st- in the comments were arguing with each other like, it's not stop motion. He didn't physically like, move into figures. It's not stop motion. And it's just like, it's stop motion. <laughs> it's totally stop motion. Because it looks like it. It feels like it. 
if, and it smells like a fish, wiggles like a fish, <laughs> yeah. like it's a fish. It's like the only difference is like they didn't make the physical uh, figures and like take pictures for every single movement. Yep. He was just doing the keyframes and like being like, whereas like it's the same thing, but you're doing it digitally. Yeah, you're not physically doing it. Upset about the smallest things. Oh yeah, the semantics arguments. It's like, come on, man. It's like uh, going on set and people are like taking yeah. it too seriously when you say like, it's like a ratatouille cut, cut situation. Film. Cut the film, you know, like it's not film. It's like I don't yeah. care what it's called. Like I've never shot with yeah, film. Yeah. yeah, like there's so you many make videos on YouTube. Legacy Those aren't frames. really films. Joel Haver made a whole video about that. Did or, you see that? No, you know, <laughs> tape it. Tape it. Yeah, yeah, we're taping. Cut the tape. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're rolling. Rolling. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of legacy terms that carry over, and then there's a lot that people carry over, even though the industry doesn't accept them. And it's like, yeah. I understand words have meaning, and you got to use them appropriately for what the medium is. But it's like, at the same time, if if it is what it is, it is what it is yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, artists this is, are it's art. people. This is the usual stuff. I remember yeah. I was watching something about like behind the scenes of Jurassic Park. Yeah. And you know, there were a lot of big... Uh, what, what what not improvements but uh mm-hmm. i don't know there were there were a lot of like well, yeah but there was a lot of like first gen stuff that they were just starting to do a lot of like cg work mm-hmm. you know like yeah. the t-rex was like fully cg in a lot of those oh, spots yeah. and like that it was looked, huge yeah and i there was a part of it where like the guy who was the lead of like the model department was like this will never go anywhere <laughs> <laughs> and then they like skip back to him later and he's like yeah i was fired you know and it's like it's and i'm oh, not that's rough i'm not saying i'm hoping that like that stuff goes away or that like mm-hmm. these people get fired or they don't have jobs because like again i mean it does still, threaten some people's jobs i don't think it's going to make them all go away no but it's just <laughs> like there's still people like yeah there's still a level of like where practical and CG works really well together. Yeah. If yeah. you use them both right. And it's like, this is another tool for the arsenal. It's it like, is. if I can, if I can build upon this stuff, I mean, that's what people yeah. do. It's like innovate on top of everything and use technology. And as computing power has gotten where it's gotten, we mm-hmm. have the ability to do these things now. Yes. And it's like, it, it, if it aids in the process, it's just like chat GPT. Like yeah. we've used it in different scenarios as a company and it it aids in our process we don't have the money to go hire another body yeah. to do what it can do it's and a the, tool so the it's day. a tool yeah. their animation the rock paper scissors anime yeah uh some of the criticisms criticisms i had of it was the lip syncing like yes, yes. The, the drawn mouth movements of when they're talking some of the worst I've ever seen. Well, it was so bad. Well, no, no, no. Not that because of it's a dub. It's just because it doesn't look like somebody talking Correct. at all. It looks like garbage. Like, I think, like, it's, it just didn't look good at all and that's just because <laughs> Did the it, AI didn't know. So it like detracted you for like you, it took you yeah, out of the it experience. Was just garbage. It happened to me yeah. a couple times with that but like yeah. I, I kind of like the jankness like yeah. Yeah. I thought it gave it a different style. Yeah, I was I, like, no, I'm I just saying it. because of uh, you know there's some criticisms, criticisms yeah. that I did poorly in and that's some of the things you can't just fix. I think it would have been yeah. better to have it just generated without mouth movements and then have somebody go in and draw them in so that it'd be like the perfect like enunciated uh, uh, lip yep. shapes and everything because that's a big thing. Because yeah. even when I'm watching something dubbed, I at least know somebody drew them with the intent of someone talking and it yeah. looks like how somebody would talk okay. even though that the lips 
or in the what I'm hearing don't match. No, it, it makes still sense. looks right. Which they talked about that on yeah. the uh, their podcast where they broke down like a lot of times they'd have to specialize or uh, do negative prompts yeah. for um, <laughs> yeah. for for certain things. So like you would like add fingernails. <laughs> yeah, but one of them was talking, and then yeah. one of the negative prompts was uh, like frowning and smiling yeah. because they wanted to make the mouth close out, uh, like make mm-hmm. sure that wasn't a part of the the drawings and oh, stuff. Oh, and the loop back to the animator. A lot of the animations that he does in the 2d over to 3d is he does all the face drawings oh okay. and so he does so all the physical movements and then he puts in the faces on top just so it's like you know the face is looking the right way and the eyes have the right expression and all that and that's easier to do than drawing like an entire new frame every time if you only have to worry about the face boom yeah. <laughs> i think that would have made the their anime like 90 percent better like really? it would have doubled my experience. I get what it, you're saying. Yeah, hmm. I get what you're saying. But uh, but the, it wasn't what they were trying to do. They were trying to do it's just a proof all, of concept. Yeah, a wonderful yeah. proof of concept. And it I is think a they fantastic. Did exactly <laughs> it's so exactly early what they were on. Going for. Yeah, it's so early on. Like, I'm excited to see five years down the line what it can actually be used. There's going to be some AI built into these 2D animation oh, yeah. softwares that people that are afraid they're losing their jobs to will just be a button that they press. It's like you know their yeah. automatic sky rotoscope, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're not losing your job because that exists, but it it's there. Me. It's yeah. a tool. Saved so, yeah. you like an I, hour of like. Oh my tracing gosh. trees. It's a, it, it allowed me to offer a service that I, I really could before because it took yeah. too much time. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like for the entertainment value, that's what's going to draw the immersion of this. So the joke is like if, if you want something to be adopted, uh, it's going to move by one of two paths. It's like entertainment or like that's just... <laughs> the internet that was the basis of why the entire industry developed and that's the entire basis of why uh chat gtp uh yeah chat gtp just started getting gpt and then the other one was stable diffusion like the early adopters for this stuff that is what is being used for and then it develops into something that advertisers are like okay who is doing things on the platform that we can attach our brand to that won't look bad and then yeah. money comes in and then it develops which is like i think what marcus brownlee said chat gpt hit 100 million users in two months or something yeah. oh, silly yeah, the, like the that doubling or the yes. whatever the that was so stat. cool yeah so it's like the value of it is it is a tool early adopters whatever do whatever you got to do with it to make it mainstream but now that's here i'm so excited because Rick and Morty, every two years, you might get a season with 10 episodes. Invincible, yeah. another two years, you might get an episode. One Punch Man, yeah. uh, JoJo Bizarre Adventure. Like, there's really cool stories that people want to tell, and their only limitation is how long does it take me to move my pencil up, down, and fill in all the colors? Yep. Yeah. And it's like, if I could get one of those every six months and half the time, instead of every, or a quarter of the time, or just continuously. It's yeah. like they put that together in two months for a six minute video with a team of six people with no process in place. Yeah. I thought they said four months. Uh, it was a four month project. I no. specifically remember them saying two months, but maybe it was about a particular piece. Maybe that was just the editing part of it. Gotcha. Maybe, yeah. I know I've heard them mention two months, um, but maybe Either way. maybe it was just a section of it. But like a team of six people versus a whole studio with this technology, it's like you yeah. could be cranking out stuff all the time. And maybe this is the next like superhero phase instead of like, you know, Marvel's been running cinema for so long. It's like, oh, every year you get a new one. Maybe this is like anime's 
you know, in the next two or three years, this process will be developed enough. So anime is the new buzz thing and Netflix and HBO Max and everybody's got an anime now because you could pump mm. them out as fast as you do a Marvel movie. I'd like to see more fine tuning mm-hmm. in general that yeah. allows for more originality. It's yeah. not production ready at all. Well, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not. But still, I mean, it's like Art. there's a reason why we continue to talk about the stuff on the podcast and it's because it's this is like the emerging technology Mm. it's like we've seen cameras come up and those are those are it's just like cell phones like it's all very iterative now Mm -hmm. it's like you see these tiny i mean i can remember it's like every year when apple would release an iphone you were just like what what you could do that yeah like that's amazing and it was just like leaps and bounds and leaps and bounds and we just haven't now we're bored with cell phones well yeah i mean they're all they're all glass and and aluminum bricks and that's it the one thing i care about is just changing the freaking on it that's that's the most revolutionary <laughs> thing of I can lightning think of. yeah um, but, but i mean you got like the whole like it's not production ready you know that's like one mindset but at the same time you got it's not a it? mindset it's just literally what it is like in no, like a couple no. months somebody's going to make a program that can do this but it's not accessible for somebody to download it on the computer and make it happen right yet. but it is like a whole for, bunch of duct tape right now defects were only around for like 12 months to 24 months before yeah. before it got adopted straight into that's what the, i'm saying like we're it's not there yet for everybody can to yeah. do it it's I'm not, not there's too ready. many too many steps i mean yeah. they were talking about it right it's like there's all these things that go into it to help you know remove the jankness yeah and it's like eventually right now, you wouldn't have to yeah. do that because it'll be purpose they have a workflow document that can they can do probably but again it's like you can't hand this to like it's not to the point where somebody can download it on their phone no. and then do it. And no, it's not that mainstream yet. But I, I know it's going to get to that point in like a year or sure. two. But the sure. thing is with the, the Mandalorian or yeah, was the Mandalorian where they deep faked Luke? Yeah. That that yeah. show takes months of pre-production and production before it's even in the editing phase. So even yeah. though deep fakes were only 12 months old, they were considering using that during production while it was still like being yeah, we're talking at. for the general public not for yeah. companies yeah but it also wasn't really production ready exactly tell. so <laughs> if it's not production ready but it's used on a production it's still production ready it, it was used in production uh, well that depends it the depends wall. on your that's, outlook on that i don't think that's what the definition of production ready is. it was yeah. used in a production it was production ready i'm but, talking about a car okay. design yeah being ready for production where you can make a million of them and you're going to be confident behind them yeah right you're not going to be able to make a million of those deep fake looks and people be okay with that no but that's the difference between like ferrari where they make like two thousand of them a year versus ford yeah but we're talking about that's not true because they did one one deep fake during like a 10 episode period yeah one season for like they minimized that that was like 30 (laughs) seconds of screen time if it's in a production i don't know that's we just explained to you the difference. I, I disagree. <laughs> if if it's a technology that's being used in production and it's acknowledged by Hollywood, it was used by Disney of all companies. That's the biggest one there is. I don't. How do you not hear the words we're saying? I hear you, but I just I think if it wasn't ready and that and they got to the post production and they looked at it, somebody would have said, "Cut the shot, cut the whole story. We won't even use this episode." A piece of software is considered production ready if it's <laughs> if capable they, of meeting the demands of the users, including the ease of usability, reliability, and availability. If it wasn't good, they wouldn't have released it. That is. Hey, it was it was close term. though. Exactly, it, but it was it close. Didn't look perfect. 
Right, which yeah. I think what we're getting at is like, I think Disney took a chance and they got a lot of publicity over it. Yeah. Yet it was definitely a talking point. And I'm, you can't tell me that, you know, maybe Feige was like, mm, and some marketing guy was like, this is going to be big because no one else is doing this. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's the same with the wall. Some people say it looks jank. Some people like it. Yeah. The wall. I thought it looked. It's up. the LED wall behind them where they do live action camera moves, which was another thing that probably What's wasn't. It called? It's not called the wall. It's like the, the it's not the, the void the, either. The sphere or the something. Why can't I think of what that's what called? called? Dang it. Uh, in it's your, something really cool too. Volu- they, and they volume. All, the, the volume. volume. Yeah. There you go. The volume. Yeah. And the, I think what we're getting at is like, Again, using something and it being production ready are still two different things, even though yeah. Disney used it. Again, get it's what a you proof mean. of concept. It's, just, not yeah, it's, a, it's like using a beta. It's not mm, really production yeah. ready, but you could use it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you could chat GPT. It was sure, like a beta at first, but people were using it. I'm sure <laughs> film companies use beta versions of softwares for some effects. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, sometimes I mean, you just want to be able to say you were Pixar, the first. I think Toy Story was like built on some weird hacky put together thing, <laughs> but again, it wasn't really production ready because they had to refine it into something. But it worked for just Toy Story. Yeah, it's not something they'd be like, "All right, we're going to give it to ten other people." Like you have to have people who know what's going on to make this thing work. Now you that can, is not production. Now ready. you can download Unreal and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make a whole yeah. video game out of it. It's going to be fun to watch this technology develop. Oh, yeah. I I'm, can't wait. I'm excited to, to see what happens. I don't even think we've seen the beginning of it. No. And that's what I think my biggest aha point will be when you can really generate something that's original. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it's like, I can't draw. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you can generate a drawing based upon kind of where you want to be and you can refine little bits and pieces of it. And then it's like it used a knowledge set to create something original mm-hmm. instead of like taking a bunch of things, you know, yeah. well, and being I was like, thinking, this seems close enough. <laughs> I was even thinking for like kids, I bet there's going to be an app in the next five years or more where kids can take pictures of their beautiful, amazing drawings <laughs> and tell it to like make a movie out of them. Be like, mom, dad, look at the movie I told my phone to make. That'd be really cool. Yeah, be like, I I made little Bobby run around and do this, and it animates the little stick figure thing they drew for him. Well, they, I mean, they kind of already, they don't do it with video yet, but you can do like the stick drawings if you've seen like kids do it with like stable, I don't know if it's stable diffusion. That was just an example, man. I meant like any single drawing that they make. (laughs) Yeah, so. Kids make better drawings than stick figures. No, (laughs) like currently there was, there was one program where you, it wasn't like, on the app store or anything this is this is a code based system where you would put in just a 2d drawing and kids would draw stick figures and it would turn it into something that was photorealistic based on like a person's here and they're a stick figure and they're in this pose and then it would impose like grass underneath and the sky and all this um and then there's already software that does like subject selection and then even though it's a 2d image you can Mm -hmm. convert that to 3d space and it turns a 2d image into 3d models so that person is now a 3d model in a 3d space with ground and it's all taking guesses at what the things are and it's so early right now but Mm -hmm. there and then uh facebook already released um converting was it images to vi- or text to video yes so it's like yeah. all right describe your image that you just typed up or maybe it interprets yeah. what you typed up so it's like i i definitely agree within five years that'll be yep. super probably common by then yeah. <laughs> just generate whatever yeah make me a movie i'm bored make- <laughs> 
And that was, I think that was one of the argument, not argument, but I don't know, like one of the potential future outlooks that it was like, eventually you just sit down and tell it what content you want to see. Please. Yeah. I hope so because I'm so, I love, I love everyone's input, of course, but I get so many people that said, Hey, I got an idea for a movie. You should make this. And I'm like, why should I make it? It's your idea. Why don't you make it? Hmm. I, 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 mean, I kind of get it. I mean, you got the skill set. Yeah, but like... I mean, you know, somebody who works on a line somewhere, you know, is like, oh, this is a good idea for a movie. Like, they're not going to try to sell a script to somebody in Hollywood. I know, but... Which I get, you know. Sometimes I think it's like, if I have an idea better. for a car part, I'm not going to probably make it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but you could now. Uh, but potentially. Yeah, maybe. Like a 3D print it. Think of like how hard but again, it. I don't have that. I don't, I don't have any CAD knowledge. You know, yeah. I don't, there's a lot of things that I lack and to be able to go to somebody and be like, Hey, you know, uh, I think this is interesting. You know, what do you think? Well, I get it. I don't have any DaVinci Resolve knowledge, but it ain't going to stop me. Yeah. But you have editing knowledge that co- that's going to, you know, timeline editing. I mean, you've got some color wheels and things that you've done. So there's some of that's, I mean, that's translatable to a certain degree. Some of it. It'd just be like, I've got still knowledge, but didn't have a ton of video, but I still, picked up the Ronin and figured out some stuff. You had drone knowledge. That was pretty, that was pretty, the controls that being from the same company, some of that a little bit, overlapped, yeah. yeah. A little bit, yeah. But It was pretty intuitive though. Yeah. They made a good system. They made a great system. And then think of all the people that lost their job because one camera could do six <laughs> of those tasks. Right? I could get rid of <laughs> nine other people on my set. Yeah, seriously, that camera does replace like six people. I get it. But I mean, that's, that's, that's just, I mean, think about it, right? It's like, that's just the evolution of things. And it's just been like those people that originally would have worked the line and learned how to program robots. You know what I mean? It's just like that stuff happened. The dang backhoes took all my shovel industry. It's like, I was like, <laughs> I was, <laughs> exactly. I was laughing because um, uh, 1923, the prequel to Yellowstone. Shout out shout out <laughs> don't watch it with your kids it's a small it's a small little tv show they need some backing <laughs> the love. yeah um but they were during this period of time you know i think we've talked about this like a lot of things were getting switched over to modern conveniences at this point in the history of the u.s so like indoor plumbing oh yeah lights yeah. electricity you know all those things were getting mainstreamed um and like appliances you know dishwashers and washing machines and all the things and the automobile was on the come up and so, like, there's this whole part where they're trying to be, like, self-aware kind of in the show that's kind of funny that it's like, uh, you know, where's my hitching post? And it's like, well, they, we had to make space for more car parking because, like, that's what people are doing. And it's like, again, you know, they're all like, oh, that'll that'll never work out. You know, everybody's still going to mm-hmm. be riding horses. And it's like, people yeah. just own horses for fun now because they can. <laughs> it's a cool little hobby. Yeah, it's a, it's a hobby. Expensive <laughs> hobby. It's a very yeah. expensive hobby. But so is owning cars. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, so it's just, you know, it's just yeah. like anything. Or like elevators. Uh, the story of uh, <laughs> the people who would press the button on elevators. Oh, yeah. they, they took a strike because they didn't like electric elevators. And they all <laughs> lost their jobs and they don't exist anymore or whatever. And those elevator operators, they, they found their way. Yeah. Yeah. You know people who hand draw things they'll find their way i mean those jobs <laughs> didn't exist before at one point they'll still exist afterwards you know yeah and i mean it's not the end of the world the ai is going to need some sort of gatekeeper <laughs> they're going to have to keep it you know they're uh, need some people to uh, uh, give me some firewalls so this ai yeah, doesn't man. get out and kill all add, humanity add some dns 
Oh yeah, that's yeah. some DNS. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. sure. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your Tuesday tip? So we can talk about the lack thereof. Oh um, man. So I'm going to give some context here. That's what I was hoping to have this conversation. Um, uh, Daniel does not work for Triflix anymore. No. Um, everything was amicable. Um, we love you, Daniel. And uh, you know, we would uh, hope that everybody would respect everyone's privacy here um again not that not that home address but if you want the deets check <laughs> yeah. the twitter yeah <laughs> but not, not not that we have anything to hide but everything's good no. um it was yeah. just you know sometimes it's time for a change and moving uh, on with his life i'm yeah. proud of him yeah so um so we we hired a new editor and his name is nathan and uh we'll bring him on the podcast you know we like to bring the newbies on to uh yeah. <laughs> put him in the fire um but uh, yeah, so in this time of transition, uh, Tristan is working to help train Nathan on our systems uh, mm-hmm. and work through some of the editing. So during this period of time, there might be some stuff that we slack on just a touch because Tristan is only one man at the moment and he can only do so much. I made another. Someday he'll be big enough to yes. edit. And uh, paid projects take... Uh, precedence at the moment because mm-hmm. we are business however <laughs> if you donate to the podcast we will move up your video editing Heck priority yeah. yep yes <laughs> uh, <so> donations <laughs> at triflix.com <laughs> uh, no but anyways uh so we did not do a tuesday tip this week uh i had some some ideas some things that we'll do hopefully soon um airdrop uh, yeah, that's a Could good one. Be. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, we got a list of stuff. We have plenty plenty of things to bring, um, but we just need help with the editing. So eventually yeah. we'll get there. We're hoping to bring something next week. So watch out for that. Um, appreciate your patience during this period of time. But again, client work and takes precedence. And the doctors. The patients and the doctors. Oh, you're so funny. Um, so yeah. So for better, for worse, no tip this week. Oh. Tip is, uh, I don't know. Go outside. It's nice out. It is, yeah, it is getting better, isn't it? We're, we're, we're moving our way towards spring. Until like Thursday, then there's snow. Ew. Happy. Because I'm happy. Anyways. It makes me happy. That's it. That's all we got, guys. This was episode 420. <laughs> you know what's up. Thanks for chilling with us. Uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks, man. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so go follow us triflix yeah. cast triflix llc we're on mm-hmm. all the stuffs leave all us a comment stuffs. comment on this video tweet at us leave us a review on apple podcast that would be awesome yep. as long as it's good a good uh, one a good a good review we'll send you a 50 dollar amazon gift card if you do <laughs> just kidding that's david not real. will <laughs> dave david will personally send uh, you from my, his personal from bank, bank account, account. <laughs> 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 uh, just kidding you get nothing bye